Hello and welcome to Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution. In this podcast, you will discover how to co-create success in your business by aligning mind, body, and soul. Each week, you will hear unconventional ways to build your business multidimensionally by mixing the woo and the do. Their traditional approach hasn't resonated with you because it is not meant for you. You have simply evolved past it. The energy is shifting. The old tools are not working anymore. So let's ride the wave into the new world together. With your host, Judith Junke, Ascension Coach and Business Mentor, and Jenna Nixa, the Authentic Sales Coach and Multidimensional Business Mentor. Let's apply what you already know to be true intuitively and then massively up-level your business to live your purpose on purpose. Okay. All right. Welcome back to Awaken Entrepreneur Revolution. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about getting out of your head to get out of your own way. And so often as entrepreneurs and humans in, in general, we rely so heavily because we're programmed and we're trained that our brain and all of that is where all the solutions are. And we just need to think our way through. And so Judith and I already talked about today. And then also our intention here, you know, actually, Judith, I'll let you share the intention of, you know, where we want to take this as we go on this journey together. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jana. I'm absolutely excited today because this is a topic I feel a lot of people can resonate to and with, especially being an entrepreneur, um, getting out of your head so you can get <laughs> out of your own way. What does it enable you to? Probably something you all will resonate with because where does it guide you actually to? Having way more ease in how you do things and how you can approach not only your life, but especially your business as the entrepreneur that you are, uh, you might have gotten yourself maybe once, maybe more than once in a situation thinking, shit, how do I get out of here? Stuck somewhere and you feel your head is spinning and it's just exhausting. And maybe an hour later you realize, oh, how did I get here? And we're just going to tear it all apart for you today. Jana is also an absolute expert in that. We both love Dr. Joe Dispenza. If you guys know that person, if not Google the person, it'll be just amazing. Uh, we'll bring in our own perspectives on that as always and walk you through a few things, how to untangle that for you mm -hmm. to get better understanding, but then obviously also give you tips on how you can learn to navigate so that you get to more ease ultimately at the end, right? Absolutely. So, you know, as Judith mentioned, um, we we rely, you know, we're up in our head. So if this, if you're feeling stuck or if you can relate with this overwhelm and how do I do it? And your mind is just constantly cycling through all the different versions and the different ways. And, you know, there's a lot of control in there, right? There's a lot of future being in the future, the future, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? You know, and all of these type things, you know, that doer energy, even like, how do I make it happen? All of this is your ego and your programming of your subconscious mind. And what happens is two things here. One is, you know, all of this is going on on the inside, some of it without your awareness. And then it bubbles up into these thoughts and we just start grinding away, right? And we create a lot of resistance. We create a lot of confusion and overwhelm and all of the things. 
And, you know, we're trying to predict outcomes. And the truth is, you know, even though we think that the brain is where all the answers lie, it actually is really just more of a data um, processor, right? It really just takes in what's going on in your environment in terms of like what you see, taste, hear, feel. And what we end up doing is relying on that processor to do more than just process data. We want it to predict outcomes. We want it to control outcomes. We want it to, to do all of these things when truly it's our heart space and in our body is where that power lies. And so, you know, if you think in, in terms of like electromagnetic, that we are electromagnetic beings, our thoughts and what's going on up in our head is more of the electric piece, but the magnetic piece is your heart and the and your body and how these things do work together. We need both. But chances are, if you're in that stuckness, frustration, and your energy is just depleted, it's because you're just relying on a very small portion of the power that you have to really fully create a business with flow and ease. You really can't think your way through. You know, it's like Einstein said, You can't solve a problem with the same level of consciousness that created it. We have to go deeper. We have to go in depth on this. And so, you know, everybody hates on the ego, right? It's a big, in your ego, for anybody that doesn't know, I'm not talking about the guy at the gym who's like, you know, doing chin-ups and like loving on his biceps in the mirror. Okay. That's, that's a whole nother subject for another day. (laughs) I'm talking about your identity, your persona, this you know, avatar version of you that you present to the outside world. And this ego primary job is to keep you safe. And how do we stay safe? We need to know what's going on all the time. We want to make sure we control our environment. We want to make sure that we, whatever we do, we're in charge of and we get the result that we want, right? And we never want to feel like we are lacking something, whether it's internally or externally, because then we don't feel safe. Okay. And so that's the ego's job at the end of the day. You know, that's why we may have different personas in different environments because we're trying to be safe, right? And be liked because way back in the day, if you weren't safe, you might get eaten by a tiger. And if you weren't liked, you might get kicked out of the tribe. So those are two very, very big parts of what drive us subconsciously. And the problem is when we're going to co-create a business and we want to do it in a, in a way that aligns with us and everything we've been talking about and working with the energy that we can't rely on this part of us that wants to just be liked and stay small and safe to do all the processing and all the things that need to happen in order to do so. And so I'll just highlight these things one last time so that you can start to recognize When you're in, you know, just that data processing part of your mind and you're really limiting yourself here. And the currencies or the language of the ego are control and attachment, the doer energy, like I'm doing everything, making everything happen, lack. And I'm going to add to this list anytime you're in the past and anytime you're in the future, all of that in all in all, doesn't serve you in terms of trying to plan, co-create, 
And especially if you want to do it with flow and ease, it comes from a far deeper place. And that's where our power is. And so Judith, um, I will turn it over to you to maybe highlight more of that space. And then we're going to give you some tools as to how we do this. Now that you know, and you can recognize when, okay, here I am, I'm doing the mental gymnastics thing, getting nowhere, just except extending energy. Um, you know, how do we do that? Like, how do we drop out of that place and back yeah, into the seat of our I'm power? On yeah. for a few minutes. I loved your picture, how you talked about the connection of the brain and the heart, right? Because essentially we want to do this. And I want to just bring in into another perspective on what you shared, because you said, what does it make us feel, right? We used to, or we tend to feel then the overwhelm or we feel frustration, maybe physically, even you feel anxiety, you know, your body tenses up either maybe in your neck, your shoulders or in your hip area, your lower back. It's like two areas where we hold a lot of old stuff and um, where our body comes also into, into the equation of communication. We're not going to dive into the body today, but the emotion is what I wanted to catch up on and just tear it a little bit more open what you just said about being in your mind in the past or being in the future. Because there's, if you go a layer deeper, like Jana just said, right, it is going deeper to figure out the solution to come to the ease is the first step to understand how how you feel and what you think is interconnected so that you can find an easier way to navigate once you have more awareness of how it is related and where or how does it take you to where you find yourself sometimes. And the thing is, like Jenna has said, the brain is, that is a Dr. Joe Dispenza quote actually, is a memory of the past, right? So whenever you can, I always explain to, to my clients, Imagine your brain being like Google, right? It's a search engine. And whenever there's a trigger, information from outside coming in, and that can be real information in the form of words, but it can be also like a sound or a smell, whatever it is that reaches you and some of your senses, that is like an input into the Google search bar. And your brain will immediately go and find, a, find an answer. But the thing is, it cannot catch the current moment, the present moment. It cannot see right here, right now. It's just a few seconds in the past, but then all the way back to the past. And it's like it's running into that database, like Jana said, trying to figure out where is something that is similar to this new information that just came in. And it will find a file, it will find a memory, and it will bring it up. And this happens in like seconds, milliseconds. The tricky part is to that memory, to that information that is being brought up, there is an emotion attached. <laughs> and, and that is already the trick of understanding, oh, you know, give you, let's, let's give you a very random example. You hear outside noises on the streets, maybe a car honking or something like that, you know, just a random noise that you could hear. But your brain, because you don't see what's going on, you just hear the sound. And your brain associates that sound to something in the past that maybe was dangerous or unsafe. While out there, there must have been Maybe there was just a guy honking at a woman. We don't know, you know, nothing bad, nothing dangerous. But your brain doesn't know yet because you didn't see. So just by hearing the sound, it might bring up a memory from maybe 15 years ago where it was short before a car crash. It might have not even been yours, but maybe you saw it, you witnessed it. And that definitely meant danger, right? 
So what will it bring up within milliseconds is the memory of, oh, the sound means I have to be alert because something might be unsafe or dangerous and that will create an emotion with that. Absolutely. Maybe that is where the anxiety comes up or where you feel slight fear or something like that. And, you know, that's just a random example, but that happens with every single bit of information that comes to you. And that's why practicing awareness is such a good tool to understand and recognize, oh, actually, this is going on. I'm realizing that. So you get more into the ability of responding consciously to something versus reacting out of the emotion because the emotion will trigger your reaction without thinking, without awareness, right? And that mm -hmm. is now the example where I said this is coming from the past, you know, when, you're, when your mind goes to the past. But that is already the layer underneath. When Jana just said, you might be dwelling about the past or you might be worrying about the future. How am I going to do this? What, what can I create to make it happen, right? That is already the layer on top of that, if you want, because your mind goes there and you find yourself thinking about that either dwelling why it was like that a year ago or why your launch didn't work or why that person in the DMs didn't say yes or, you know, whatever it is. And then worrying about, but if that failed, how am I going to do that next time? You project it yeah. straight yeah. on into your future. Exactly. You project from um, um, a happening or a memory of the past situation You project into the future, but you miss the moment in the right here, right now, because that is the only moment where you can actually make a change, where you can actually take action and create a new result, right? And um, what drives you basically to be in one or the other before we then switch into how you can get out of that, <laughs> what drives you is connected to your experiences of the past and for that it doesn't matter if your mind is more stuck usually we tend to be either more connected to worrying about the future or more connected to be dwelling about the past that depends on what your experiences in your life have been but both go into the same pattern underneath also if you worry about the future a lot you won't find a solution because Your brain memory will always go to these files from the past and bring up the attached emotion. And usually, because as Jana said, it wants to keep you safe and it wants keeping you safe means it doesn't want change. So it doesn't want new things. So what is the easiest way of the brain or the ego, however you want to call that, to keep you where you are is bringing up things that make you feel afraid or unsafe or Confused. Or somebody else's experience, somebody else's story too. You know, it doesn't even just have to be our own, our parents' exactly. story, you know, yeah. what we were programmed exactly. as a child. It all of yeah. us factors It switches into. on the program of which it will assume that it, make you, it makes you not move. It makes you stay where you are because that is the perception of the brain or the ego, its version of wanting to keep you safe while you want to create the change. And that is right. then where you get stuck. And what's so interesting and just something to try on um, for anybody that's tried to meditate or does meditate. If you're truly in the present moment, the ego can't exist there. It's only thing to do in those moments is to pull you into the past or to pull you into the future. But if you drop into the space of, I just came here out of nowhere, I have no past and I have no future, the ego can't be in there. It doesn't coexist together. 
which is so funny. What an oxymoron. The ego wants to keep you stuck, but it doesn't want you to be still. You know, it wants you in one or the other because it cannot speak to you when you are fully in that present moment. And that is the place where the flow is. And that is the place where the ease is. And when you work from that place, it's so much more powerful on so many different levels. And you're not, think of all the time you are wasting, expending energy because thought is energy. Like, how should I do this? Is this going to work? I don't know. It didn't work last time. Would it work? You're going past, future, past, future. And you don't even know you're doing it. And that is expending so much energy when if you just came into that present moment, ignored the ego that's trying to get you out of it and tell you all the things you have to do, or I can't believe you did that yesterday, or whatever story it has for you, pick whatever it is. And you're here in this moment. And then, you know, Taking action from that place is so much more powerful because not only are we not letting the ego run the show, it can't, right? It's just not possible that it's there. You also, when you're in that space, you drop and you combine and you get this heart brain coherence. And when you kind of, that is when that flow state begins to come online and things just you know, it's, we've all been there, right? We're there when we're riding a roller coaster, you know, you're going down that hill and it just feels exhilarating for some of us. It's scary as crap, but for others, it's like very exhilarating. Like you're not sitting there like, I wonder what I'm going to have for dinner, right? You're fully present in that moment. And, and that is where, that is where our brilliance shines. That is where things come through. And um, I don't know if you want to add anything to, to how that I would love to work for you. I would give a few examples for you guys. When you are listening right now and you're wondering, okay, I get what they say, but how would they show up? How would that show up for me? So just giving you a few directions to become more aware of because we can only change what we become aware of. So when once you start catching yourself, that is when you can start changing behaviors and doing it in a different way, right? So where might you find yourself in that, in those moments where you haven't realized yet. So that can be just tap into reflecting on how long does it take for you either to write an email, write a post for social media or DM somebody. If you, you know, you're writing text, it doesn't matter if it's two sentences or if it's like a full-on copy thing. How long does it take you? And the next time you're writing, observe yourself Where are you reading it the 10th time because some part of you still feels it's not good enough or you might want to change another word or is it too long or too short or not to the point or whatever it is where you maybe fall into overthinking without realizing. That is for me a good indicator. You may even, if that is new to you, stop your time, like track the time just for the sake of awareness. It doesn't matter if it's fast enough or, you know, it's not the point, but just catching yourself in those moments where you are overthinking and that is slowing down your flow. And this is when tasks all of a sudden take forever and then the day is already gone and you have no idea what you did today. So if you find yourself at the end of your day, sometimes sitting there, I wonder what I did today. It feels like I got nothing done. It might be that you have a lot of these moments during your day where your mind wanders off without you even noticing and all of a sudden it's 20 minutes later And you just then keep on doing what you wanted to do. 
well, overall might have just only taken 20 minutes. So copywriting in any way could be an indication. Um, then the other thing might be anything that you catch yourself procrastinating, you know, being very stereotypical here. Maybe you don't like doing your taxes or you're doing, you know, the bookkeeping stuff that as an entrepreneur, we, we just have to do <laughs> or the CEO tasks, you know, doing like a little bit of not working in the business, but on the business, but mapping out time for that, you know, or are you procrastinating those things? That's another one. You know, you should be doing those things, but it might be that you find a million other things that are so much more important that moment. I don't know, putting stuff in the dishwasher, hanging up the laundry, <laughs> you know, getting a snack. There's so many things that all of a sudden might seem so important, but that is then the procrastination end. And that also might be something where you are, it is overthinking in a different way. It's the procrastination, but it's things where you can tap into and just screen your day, observe yourself to find these active activities and these moments where you might get lost in your mind one way or the other. So you get a better understanding and you can start catching yourself. And my invitation is always when we're now moving towards what can you do, like have grace with yourself, please. Like don't judge yourself. Don't be harsh on yourself because you're learning And if this is now something that feels like, oh, I should be starting this again, or it's the first time I want to put more focus on this one, be gentle, okay? Be gentle. Yeah. Celebrate every time that you catch yourself. That is like a very good overall attitude to approach any of this because change is hard for our brain, as we've just explained why it doesn't want you to, <laughs> but right, you want to. And so it's about having... A positive attitude towards this and celebrating these mini steps like just celebrate when you catch yourself even though you have not changed it yet so how do you feel about that jenna i love that and there's so many things you said that i jotted down because i wanted to um, respond to the, the one you just said something that really helped me early on gabrielle bernstein said it's your comeback rate right like don't get mad that you kind of oops daisy here i am thinking about what i am whatever um, how many people are going to come to my workshop and where it, but then when you come back, like just celebrate that because eventually you wake up out of the trance or whatever we want to call it, the obsession and the illusion maybe. Um, and you, you realize, and you bring yourself back, right. That will get to be easier and quicker. And so celebrate that comeback rate. Don't be like I was early on in my, oh my God, I can't believe I did it again. I should know better. No, 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 no celebrate the comeback because that is you taking your power back each and every time you do it. And, you know, something else back to the whole tools thing. Um, well, no, you mentioned taxes, you know, and I think when people hear freedom and flow and ease, it's like, oh, so you're saying everything in my business just has to be, you know, beautiful and like, you know, rainbows flying out of my butt or whatever, right? Like we all have our own ego stories around what this all means. And I know it can be frustrating, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how to make taxes like something I look forward to and like, feel like, yes, oh, of course. However, can we switch a perspective there on them? Because if you're bookkeeping, that means you're making money. And so can we at least bring a little bit of gratitude in while we do the things that are more of a grind, right? That just need to be done or as much as you can. You know, especially as your business grows, those things can be outsourced too, right? And so, you know, you can think of it as like 
This is just a temporary thing. And I'm grateful that now I know how to do it so that when I go to hire somebody, I know when they're doing it right too, right? And so, you know, these, this is just part of that curve. So instead of like, yeah, right, that stuff sucks. Like, how can I bring a little more joy into it? Maybe I put on a song. Maybe I put, you know, do something, you know, some way just to make it a little bit more fun. And then in terms of, because we always promised you all like real world, what does this look like? One thing that changed my life was when I feel, because I'm a doer by nature. I want to move. I want to go. And when I feel myself spinning out and wanting to rush is the exact moment I know I need to stop. Because that means my ego is in full swing, taking over, full on doer mode, full on all up in time, rushed. And when we get in that space, I think we can all agree that it's not healthy. It's draining. We're not our best version. We get snappy, you know, and just it sorts it starts to crumble in that um, moment. And so those were a few of the things I wrote down. And now I, I, don't, I have wrote one more note and I have no idea what it means. <laughs> But um, that hopefully gives you a little bit more perspective around, you know, these are the tools and, oh, this was the other tool. Another great way to cultivate awareness. And this would be, this is a, this is a task, but you know, you don't have to do it perfectly. It would be, it's a practice. Maybe you can do it for a day or for a week. But as Judith was saying, you're, you're cultivating awareness, right? And so let's say you set off to do your taxes. We'll just keep coming back to that. And you find yourself in the pantry. And so you have your notebook and you go, why do I find myself in the pantry? And so, and then it's like, because I want to eat. And then it's like, why do I want to eat? Because I want to distract myself. Why do I want to distract myself? And you just keep asking this so that you really start to even, you know, this is a different way for all those people. Like, I can't do meditation. We'll talk about that later. But um, this is another way to cultivate, like, why am I thinking about that? Why, why am I think? what is that? And it just starts to unravel. Because just like fear, the more we can start to see these subconscious patterns and we can see how the ego talks to us and wants to control and predict. When we ask those type of questions, like, why do I check social media? I was supposed to be, you know, writing copy because I enjoy it. Why do I enjoy it? Because I seek validation. Why do I seek validation? Because I may not think I'm good enough. Why do I think I'm not good enough? And so you just start to unravel some of these things so that you can really begin to see not just about what you think, but just why you do what you do. And what's yeah, underneath I love, that, I love that question part. And I want to add something from the complete other side because I love that one. It is so enlightening to catch yourself in your own thought patterns. I've had some really fun moments with myself, you know, doing these things and then uncovering, you know, when you get to the bottom after question like four, five or six, depends, you know, where it takes you. And you then suddenly come to this, oh, this is why I'm doing it. Shit. Okay. Right. You know, it's it's very enlightening. Example. Yeah, it is. But it also, if you are somebody that struggles with anxiety and overthinking a lot, this one also bears the 
I wouldn't say danger necessarily, but the option to get you even more stuck in your mind because then you start dwelling on why is that that you just found out and it you know your brain just happily jumps on the next thing like oh cool here's more food that i can now chew on and it drives you back into the next loop if you know only if if you are really feeling very tense and very pressured in that moment i'd say if really anxiety is a thing i think it it does um, uh, just to highlight that, you know, it is worth noting that this is something you would want to do as an exercise, sort of like while you're going through a normal sort of day, not in a tense moment, you know, not when you're already hyped up, but just to bring a little curiosity, but not yeah, not crazy. to the point where you're like, why am I an asshole? You know, like, you know, so anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt, right. but I just, I probably should have prefaced it that way that. This is that's all right. And then for every, because I'm speaking from experience as well, I used to be very masterful in getting myself into the next loop. And then with the result of that into the next loop, and you know, I would find myself two hours later sitting there still, like, fuck, what am I doing here? Right. (laughs) So, what has really helped me is in those moments to just use my body to make the shift. Mm -hmm. And that is just understanding, you know, we can create shift through mind like thoughts and that was an example jana has given you this is can bring perspective shifts which is amazing then we can go through emotions but we can go also through our body and the easiest one that we can i'd say control the most is the body so if the other two are stuck or not available because of all we've created it's the easiest way to go away from that and use your body. And it's these simple things that you've probably heard before, but get up and jump, like really do random things. It's You don't have to meditate. You don't even have to do whatever kind of exercise, but really just it's like shake your body, go and jump, shake your shoulders, your hands, your arms, jump up and down, put on your favorite song. Even more helpful if you start singing along. Use your voice, express, because the energy will move that is stuck inside of your system will have a chance then to move out frequency-wise through your voice, but also through the movement because you're, you can imagine like you're shaking things off a shelf, kind of, you know, you're shaking it off the shelf of stuckness. Just like dogs do. They shake their exactly. energy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just the difference is the dogs will do it. And maybe we want to do another episode exactly on this because they're shaking and shaking. What I'm referencing now too is not like the animals because they do instinctively and it is not a conscious decision because they just let their bodies move themselves how the body wants to move. And that is another one that comes intrinsically. But what I'm talking about right now is to on purpose consciously make a certain movement. That is well, two different you, and I don't, I, I don't want to necessarily, we can't, we don't have time to go in, but I'm just curious because maybe we lost that innate ability. I mean, maybe that no, was part of part of what we we needed to do. You know, I'm 100 sure we did not. But I love the question, and let's do a <laughs> let's do an episode on that because the question is interesting. It's really interesting, mm-hmm. and it's valuable to look at that why we might have that perception because the perception can 100 percent be there, right? Mm-hmm. But to just close off the tip of that, you can just you know without any of the other stuff, get up and jump and move your body or go out for a walk. And that will automatically take your focus away from what you've been dwelling on before and where you might have gotten yourself stuck. So this is two easy ways that we've shared with you, you know, get out of that 
And also with regards to, you know, when we're talking about this a bit more awakened world that we're all in, awakened also, it does not always mean only on the energetic side. It also means awakened in a way of consciousness. And that involves and includes what we've just been talking about, having more self-awareness, catching yourself in how you feel, what you think, how it is connected, where you're kind of fallen off track. And it's like we both said, without judgment, it is pure observation and becoming aware of like figuring yourself out from that perspective and then learning new ways how to navigate, right? And that is also maybe that part of when we talk about new earth, new life, all of this, how we approach things. Because the way I used to learn that like maybe 10 years ago when we weren't where we are right now with everything in the world, even though the tools also did go into this direction, but the the tone around it was more from this forcing end, you know, mm-hmm. from this end of you have to do it now to get it done, to figure it out. And then there was pressure on it. And then there was KPIs on it if you want, you know, but you have to get it done like this. And on day five, you have to get, you know, that level off and, you know, beating yourself up if you didn't do it. How the push. And that is also what we both feel, I guess, what has changed. We get to have more playfulness and more curiosity and more grace with ourselves in this whole process. And that will bring automatically to bring the circle back to the beginning will create way more ease because that is essentially what helps you take out the controlling end and the pressure end, get more (laughs) playful and curious with that. I want to add one more layer to what you just said, because we're not this either, because after the hustle layer was the, I'll just positive think my way out of it. Right. That was another shame, guilt added on to the hustle is, you know, I'll just positive. I always call it positive Pollyanna. And, and, you know, that, that is not what we're suggesting here at all. You know, it's, it's an, it's, it's another layer. <laughs> above all of that. And it's being curious and being, you know, like, like Judith was saying, being, um, giving ourselves grace and, and just cultivating that awareness, both up here and in our body and just having tools to continually be able to do that, but, but not judge. I'll give you an example. You know, I was doing this. Why, why do I do? And, and it was about checking social media. Well, why do you care? You know, why do you care? Because it makes me feel, and this was a quick one. Um, it makes me feel good. And, you know, you drop into your body when you're asking these questions. Like I would say consciously drop into your body so that you're not up here where your ego is going to trick you. Like, what do you care? You know, like whatever it's going to tell you to snap you out of it. And, and immediately. So I go, why do I want to check social? Because it makes me feel good. And I say, why do I want to feel good? And it's immediately said, and I started crying. So this is that positive piece that I want to address. It said, because you don't like feeling bad. Mm-hmm. And I just immediately was taken back. It makes me emotional to a childhood memory. And then I'm in Target, just crying. Target's like a store we have here. And um, and it was just a, another realization of how and so, and so that's a, an example of not Pollyanna, Pollyanna positive in your way out of it. Like, let's just feel for the part of you that doesn't like to feel bad. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love so that. I, wanted, we'll I just wanted another... to say that because 
you know, we're suggesting an even higher level than this is not about thinking positive because then you're just spiritually bypassing yourself. So anyway, yeah, you are. I know we're get, we're going a little longer than usual today, but is there anything else you wanted to say, Judith, as we wrap this one up? No, not really. I want to wrap it up and say, you know, because the last part you just said leads over beautifully <laughs> into this not getting caught up into the fake positivity. So um, let's close this off and have another episode on that one. And so all of you guys seeing that, if you want to know more tips or if you want to share another tip that works for you, that you feel like the community here will appreciate, just drop it somewhere here below, wherever you're listening to this. We're happy to have that. And as always, if there's questions or anything you want to feedback, we're absolutely open to that. Yes. And, you know, share this with your friends. If, if this is resonating with you and you have other, like we all do, have coaching friends, healer friends, people in your community that also need to hear this and know that you're not alone. Because at the end of the day, what the intention of this podcast is, is to share with you we are operating at a different level, right? We're not at that hustle culture level. We're not even at the, let's just positively think our way out of it level. We're at a different level here and it's not good or bad or any of that stuff. It's just what it is. And it's a consciousness level that's not gonna resonate with the typical traditional ways of building your business. So the things you've been feeling are valid and that there is another way to do this. And you can take all that you know about energy in the universe and co-creation and really help that infuse into your business. It doesn't have to be two different things. And so if you feel like other people would resonate with this, please share it with them. And it looks like we're going to dive even further into the positivity piece next week because it is, it can be, and I certainly was there early on in my spiritual journey. Um, and it, it's a whole nother shame game at the end of the day. And so we'll talk about that next time. All right, everyone. Have a great day, evening, morning, wherever you are. And we'll <laughs> connect with you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. And we have an amazing gift for you. We really want you to expand your mind and business and help you create the impact that you desire. You know how success is an inside job. If you really like this podcast, please download this episode and leave us an amazing review. If you screenshot your review and email it to awakenedentrepreneurrevolution at gmail.com, you will receive our most powerful bundle, Unlock Your Success with Guided Meditation and Breathwork. And thanks again for listening.